in our faith and reverence and devotion for the real presence of Christ. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. There's many other things, many other things we can do. Yes, we've got to be kind and love others. But we must remember that this is the first commandment, to love God. God above everything, everyone else. The first and greatest commandment is to love God. So do you love God? It's really easy for us to say, yeah, of course I love God, right? Quickly, that can get really abstract and fuzzy and cloudy, this idea of love. (laughs) What does it mean to love God, though? What does it look like to love God? What in your life looks different than someone who doesn't even believe in God? Is there a difference? To love God, first and foremost, means giving God his due, what he is owed. As creator, as God, he is owed worship. And to worship him as he asks us to worship In the Old Covenant, God asked the Jews to do all these uh, different rituals. For us today in the New Covenant, he asks us to offer the Mass. At the Last Supper, Supper, he said, do this in memory of me. Do this. And every Sunday, we offer the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. If I don't go to Mass every Sunday and every Holy Day of Obligation, we have All Saints Day this Wednesday, If we don't go to Mass on the days that God asks us to worship him, then do we really love him? I would say we love something else more than God. We have more and more people at Mass. And yes, I think it's because it's new people here, but I also think it's just those who would go maybe once, maybe twice a month, are now committed to going every Sunday, and it's a beautiful thing. To love God means we worship him. To love God means we reverence his holy name, not using it in a disrespectful way, not in vain. Oftentimes, someone will say the Lord's name in vain around me, and they'll say, oh, I I didn't mean it. (laughs) Well, that's the point of in vain, right, is we're not using it with any purpose. God's name is sacred, and we're meant and called to use it in a sacred way way. If we have a problem with that, one of the things I suggest is to get in the habit of using God's name in a good way, right? So throughout the day, those little arrow prayers, praise God, glory to God. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus, I trust in you. All those little arrow prayers, if we get in the habit of using God's name in a good way, then it's harder to use it in a, a bad way. Oftentimes I'll be around people and um, maybe they'll drop, uh, they'll say the S word or drop an F bomb and they'll say, oh, oh, sorry, Father. And to be honest, it doesn't really bother me that much. I grew up playing hockey. I've heard of those words all the time, right? Those words don't bother, I mean, it's not good to speak that way. But that's different than using the Lord's name in vain, saying GD and JC. 
without any purpose. To love God means to reverence his name. To love God means listening to him, being obedient to his teachings and commands. Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Think of your children. Oftentimes they've said, oh, mom, dad, I love you. And you're like, well, I asked you not to hit your sister and you continue to hit your sister. And I asked you to take out the garbage and you haven't done that. Okay, you love me, but you're not doing what I ask of you. (laughs) Show me you love me by doing what I ask. If I say I love God, but I just do what I want with my life, I don't really follow his commandments, especially the big ones on sexual morality, do I really love him? To love God means to be obedient to his teachings and commands. Finally, to love God means speaking to him, spending time with him, praying. Think of any, any married couple. Any married couple needs that daily communication, that time together. We need to pray daily. We need that 10, 15 minutes in the morning with God if we are to have any significant relationship with him, if we are truly to love him. But just as couples need more than a daily short time together, they need longer stints together, they need to go on dates. Couples, if you aren't going on regular dates together, you need to. Just as married couples need that, we need that with God. That's why we have this chapel over here, our adoration chapel. And this Advent, we're going to expand again for Advent, our adoration hours. We're going to go from Sunday evening to Friday morning around the clock. Yes, I know, we're already talking about Advent. (laughs) Seems a long ways off, but no. If we want to be prepared for Christmas, we need to be prepared for Advent so that we can do Advent right and prepare well for Christmas. Advent is all about Christ's return and keeping vigil for his return, keeping watch, staying awake. Advent is short, stay awake for it. In fact, this year's Advent is the shortest it can be. It's only three weeks and a day. The fourth Sunday of Advent is the day before Christmas. And so, to sign up for an hour for Advent, an hour a week for Advent, is only three times. Only three times you actually have to go to the chapel and cover that hour. This is the best way to prepare for Christmas. Keeping vigil with Christ for Christ. Right? You're, you're in this chapel with Jesus present in the Eucharist, with him praying, keeping watch, being attentive, and acknowledging the fact that Christ will come again. I want everyone to be able to commit intentionally to an hour this Advent. And one of the things we did is we opened up three slots per hour. So if the time that's most convenient for you is Thursday at 7 p.m. and there's already two other people for that hour, sign up for that hour too. That's fine. I just want everyone for Advent to commit to an hour a week. I know there was some false advertising last year. A lot of you signed up thinking it was just for Advent. And I said, well, 
No, it actually goes on and kind of duped you into that. Um, this year, it's only Advent. If you're signing up for these extra times, it's only for Advent. And I never will ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. So I've already signed up for the 1 a.m. time slot Tuesday morning. I've already got that hour covered. So how do you love God, my friends? What does loving God look like? You love him by worshiping him, by offering the holy sacrifice of the Mass every Sunday and holy day. You love him by showing great reverence for his most holy name. You love him by obeying him and following his teachings taught by his church. You love him by speaking to him, by spending time with him, by praying to him. So sign up for an hour this adoration, or of adoration this Advent. Again, it's only three times. It's a perfect time and a perfect way to prepare for Christmas. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. This is the greatest and the first commandment.